Is this the intro? I've never been like a video game guy. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah. This um, actually made me feel like I was far more removed because the story, you know, the movie kind of gives me mm-hmm. the, it makes me think there's a backstory to every character that yeah. I somehow missed when I was playing the arcade game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I never thought of, and by, I didn't think there was a bad guy. Why right. would you? Everyone's just, you, you pick a character. Everybody's you, just fighting each other. Yeah. Right. And it made more sense. And this movie didn't have that much fighting in it to begin with. But I know who the bad guy isn't. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you. Right. Coming Spoilers. Up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you. Coming up later. Did you ever do like one of those hypotheticals? You know, like, um, you know, like if you could have. Oh, like a anybody, superpower thing? Yeah. If you could have anybody's moves or powers. Oh, I, I tried to plead with God. I tried to. Yeah. <laughs> I tried to make a deal. If it had been the devil, I would have made that deal. Yeah. But yeah. I, I, but I, as I've gotten older, I realized like you don't really need any powers. You just need mind control. Like what's better than just making people think you can do this stuff? That's true. I That's mean, true. flying is its own thing or sure. being able to. I mean, sure. You want to set something on fire, but. I can just tell somebody else to set it on fire. Who cares? Yeah, that's true. That's a very good point. <laughs> Why do I need to swing through the things? I can just make, if I want people You're to think I'm Spider-Man. You're the I kind mean. of guy that I need to have these conversations with because when I would ask these questions, you ever get like a guy who takes a hypothetical like too seriously? Like, if you could have any power, what would it be? And he's like, cure cancer. I'm like, okay, yeah, we get it. Okay. You know, oh, we get yeah. it. You know what I mean? Like, of course you're going to pick that one like, and take the high road. Or, yeah. like, or like, hey, if you could go back in time, mm-hmm. where would you go? And some, Or when would you go, I should say. Right. And somebody's like, well, obviously, I'd stop nine eleven. Oh. Okay, we get it. Come on, I don't. I don't it. hang like, out stop. with those people. I would see. I would. I would. I would. I would ask these questions. I'm sure when I was like, you know, three sheets of the wind. I mean, you get curious anyway. You want to know about people, and you just want to know. Those. Yeah, it's, it's sort of an icebreaker, it's, it's but it's also an icebreaker. Like, but get it's to know also, you better. Yeah, I take it. I take it personally. And when it comes to time, I'm always like, <laughs> I, I take the ideas of you know, I take it too seriously of like setting up the hypothetical. Yeah. Like, all right. Is it you know? Can I go back? Can I change something? Can I choose which timeline I return to? Exactly. Or can I? Can what are I the jump rules now? Right. Yeah. Let's talk about that. You know. And that. Uh, it just it disturbs me. I guess. I That's why I have a podcast. Like I, I imagine, like at least with time, it's like there has to be. A, I just watched Interstellar today. Of course you on, did. And I watched it with. With commercials, but I got to tell you, that's one of, I've got a list of maybe five or six movies that I watched them. The first time I saw them, I immediately watched them again. Yeah. I think Spider-Man 2 was that. Yeah. Interstellar was one of them. Okay. Pirate Radio, if you ever saw that. That's a good one. That's a good one. That was awesome. And that's like, huh? Seymour Hoffman, right? He was in there. Yeah, yeah. He was one of the guys. Yeah. I don't remember the cast because most of them were British. There's like the one American. You son of a bitch. Yeah. I don't, I don't live there. I fucking love you, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Yeah. I thought you were Rest quoting. I thought you were about to quote the movie. Like, no, I don't no, remember no, it that no. well. It was just those two times. That's the only time I watched it. But I knew it was like in my apartment alone. I stood up and cheered for yeah. it. But uh, did you want to use an alias before I uh, sit, t- tell I wish everybody? If who... I had one, okay. if I had, I mean, are we, am I just, are we just using the whole name then? No, no, not at all. Okay. If I have a choice of an alias, what would my alias be? Okay. That's the question you're asking right now. Right. So you don't have an alias. It'd be. <laughs> but you don't want your name on there. I guess it's cooler who given the option who wouldn't choose an alias I mean that's just I don't know how do they, I was it, hoping you were thinking about this before you came over here yeah I should have I didn't think of it because of Jack Johnson something or what is the guy Jimmy Jimmy Jimmy, Jimmy Golden Cadillac Johnson I thought and you got Buddy Hamilton I, I for all I knew you knew that person and then Buddy Hamilton I mean that could be a guy's name <laughs> somebody texted me one time they were like who the fuck is Buddy Hamilton <laughs> like nobody's named Buddy Hamilton oh let me see um, I'll be Mitchell Ryder. Okay, I like that. R Y D E R. I like that. And then people won't sue. Huh? And nobody's going to sue. Nobody's going to sue. No. Except that motherfucker (laughs) Mitch. When he finds out, he's going to be pissed. That are alive, you are coming with me. I'm sitting on a gold mine. Don't make me smack you, sweetheart. I'll do it.
hair-sticking paws off me, you damn dirty ape! This town needs an enema. Most non, non heinous. Welcome to Comic Cons, a geek podcast for the rest of us. <laughs> Who are the rest of us? My name is Nick Stevens. With me today, Close friend, a long, long time confidant. We go back, long time. At least Mr. Mitchell Ryder, how you doing? Yeah, uh, excellent. Yeah, how'd that sound? That sounded good, right? It's it been a great. Yeah, it's tongue. been a good two days since I met. Since we yeah, met, yeah, at the uh, <laughs> at the gas station <laughs> over there. Yeah. Well, I wanted to have you over for a long time because you're a long time listener, sporadically, of the podcast. Long time listener, first time caller. Yeah, <laughs> that kind of. And uh, before, when you got here, you got here a little early. You got to meet my son. Officially, that was cool. Yeah. I don't meet a lot of new people. Yeah, and uh, so more to interesting. Meet me in, so to meet me in a gas station and then come over and meet my son. I mean, that things is, are moving yeah. fast. It's been a busy week. <laughs> it really has. Uh, we're talking about video game movies this month. Uh, we started off the month with Super Mario Brothers, and now we're doing a little something different. We're getting into the the arcade world a little bit. We're talking about Street Fighter. We're talking about the 1993 movie Street Fighter. But before we get into that movie, look. I'm not a video game guy. You're kind of more of a video game guy than me. I There's mean, a history there. Do you yeah. have any memories of this game? Like oh, it was an arcade memories? game, and it was. A, I remember it as a button masher, which means that you just kind of yeah, you just kind of went at it. Like if you had siblings and the jousting sticks with like like the gladiators used to use. Yeah, you would try to play the game like you would joust a sibling. Like okay, you kind of want to hurt them, but you don't know what you're doing. Right, but you also don't want to. I guess you. There's no death in the game either. That didn't. Mm-hmm. I guess I don't know when that. Maybe '98, they started introducing death into the characters of video games. Well, you just keep pumping in quarters. Frogger, you know what? Frogger died. Frogger yeah. died a lot. So that was I, your first brush with mortality. Was Frogger? That makes more sense. Yeah, okay. Street Fighter. You just got really tired or something. Yeah, like they they're bloody. Ko. <laughs> it was a ko. That's yeah. right. That's right. Those were the best time. Um, I remember the Walmart down the street it used to be. Uh, there was like a, a little doorway that was mm-hmm. half the size of a normal door. They'd push the carts in yeah. through that door, and that was where the arcade was. And like the midgets. Four. You what? And the midgets. And the midget? Yeah, because oh, the God. doors were half, you know. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I was a kid then. Woo. Don't judge me, man. I'm sorry. It <laughs> went over my head. Is that what you're thinking? <laughs> no. That's a, that's a okay, like, deep cut. Did you, have, did you ever have one of those friends, you know, that would, like, invite you over, and, like, he wouldn't? let you play any of the games like so you like he'd be playing video games like come on man and you'd be like let me, let me play I was once. that friend no you were that friend <laughs> no. oh, I, I didn't hang out with a lot of people to be honest I know we had our cousins had the Sega we were more a Nintendo household okay actually we had kids across the street that when I when I was growing up there was like 8 or 12 or 10 kids just on the, 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 like 5 or 6 houses down yeah. the street we all played together and uh, maybe I think one of them had video games we were the other ones yeah. and you know, we had some good times, but there was GoldenEye back in the day. It was like four player and the whole oh, screen Golden split Eye. up. GoldenEye. You know, Street Fighter was weird because Street Fighter, I didn't know. I only knew Street Fighter 2. I, I, I was never aware of Street Fighter 1. You didn't think there was a prequel? No, I just, I just didn't know any better. <laughs> the original? Because okay. I didn't grow up with video game consoles. Mm-hmm. You know, my yeah. parents were like, it's going to rot your brain. Well, these were at the drugs. mall, though. These were at the mall. So like, okay. you'd see them, and you wear glasses, but and I, that's I, where Lens Crafters but is near. No. He, here's the rub. Mm-hmm. I lived overseas. Right. And so okay. I, there was a kid whose dad was like somebody important at the embassy. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So we'd go over to his house. He lived in this huge house. Mm-hmm. He had everything, all the toys, all the video games. And he had Super Nintendo like right when it came out, like right when it came out. And everyone right. was like blown away by it. And he put it into the Street Fighter game. And I'm like, holy shit. Now, that was actually the first time where he let me come over and like play with him because it's a two player game. Mm-hmm. The rest of the time, he was just like playing games in front of me, and I just have to sit there and watch. You know, <laughs> that, as, when I was when I got older, that was fun because games got better. So it's like, and you can sort of coach somebody. My my brother. Yeah. There was sometimes I'd watch him play, and it would be the most frustrating thing because <laughs> it's like sometimes they're not all action now. There's there's an adventure aspect of it. You've got to look around. You've got to see the glowing ladder or the spot in the wall or yeah. that item you need to pick up. And uh, I would just watch him like walk into a corner, 
yeah. <laughs> and start looking around. I mean, he's not, you know, he's not video game illiterate. It's just, I mean, I guess maybe when the control is in your hand, it's like being a backseat driver. Yeah, yeah, and I'm absolutely. A, That's I'm exactly a pretty good backseat driver. I, I remember playing like Shinobi or whatever. What, oh, was that was game? awesome. Yeah. And, and like one of our friends, a mutual friend of ours, by mm-hmm. the way, got yeah. so upset that we were like cajoling him and like criticizing him. I don't know if we were really cajoling him. We weren't tricking him, but like we were definitely <laughs> criticizing him and calling him names for a shitty Shinobi playing. And by the way, this was like on a, on a, on a, on a DOS system, like a program, like oh, one okay. of those emulators, you know? Yeah. And he got so pissed, he threw the controller down and ran off. I mean, and, and we were like in high school at this point too. So we were like older. Uh, so it wasn't even like we were kids. People aren't, you know, that social thing. We've all, we all have our yeah. adaptation periods, I guess. It was Sean Lindley. <laughs> Where were you in 1993? Good to know. I think I was in second or third grade. Okay. So you don't remember this movie really too much when it came out. I remember watching it yeah. at some point, but I was thinking about as far as I think my nostalgia period of life is, I guess it's, you can't really tell what the future holds, but I, f- I feel like it's sort of at an end. Yeah. Like I don't necessarily want to go back and see the things of my childhood. Oh, okay. Interesting. I've, I've had enough. Interesting. I've had enough things that were kind of ruined. That's a very unique take because a lot of people are the opposite where yeah. like stuff will come out and it's like, Oh, I want to see it. I want to see, it. you know, mm-hmm. they can't wait, you know, it. or they want to re-embrace it because they're, they're hoping that it's going to somehow right. bring back that feeling. Well, it, it, it reminded me, I was thinking to myself earlier today and I was like, street fighter did not do that to me. I didn't, okay. I didn't remember it being better than it was. Right. And, it, and it's not <laughs> right. bad watching it now. Yeah. I had to, I had to watch it like three or four times. Like I watched it a few weeks ago when you first mentioned it and I fell asleep <laughs> the yeah. first time I had to watch it the next day. Then I it was a project and I'm like, I just have to get through this. And now sure. I was trying to watch it with a critical eye and uh, see if there was any, I, I don't typically look for continuity errors. I did find at least one though today. I'm not surprised. But uh, I was I was thinking about Patch Adams. Okay. That was a movie I really liked when I was younger, and then I watched it one time when I was older. And I'm like, this thing is a piece of garbage. Wow. It it, it really there mostly because there was one scene, as Robin Williams is walking through and he's talking to his two like cohorts. I guess they're fellow students or something. Sure. And he's just he's just talking at them. They're looking very interested in what he's saying and they're walking through the quad or whatever and it's just his line of dialogue for 12 to 15 he's seconds. Adams. He's like the main doctor. Yeah. And it was he's just the they had this one scene in there that it was just like it just made me think this is the like bad screenwriting, not necessarily yeah. writing because I like what he it, was saying. It pulled you out of it. Cause you could almost tell they were acting. No, I, 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 I could tell that, uh, I feel like the writer was trying to get something across I got you. and that pisses me off. And like, okay, I don't mean to pull too far away. No, from, let's like, do it. Have you ever watched blue bloods? Uh, good. Is it the Tom Selleck show? <laughs> it is the Tom Selleck. The cops. Yeah, the cops yeah. family. And Donnie and Wahlberg. Donnie Wahlberg. Yeah. And like, all right, I have not, I'll be honest, I have not watched an entire episode from start to finish, but I've been around people who have. Yeah. And uh, when I walk in and they're doing like that after school special at mm-hmm. the dinner table yeah. and he's getting all, I'm like, I just feel like this is the producers or the writers trying to yeah. like push some morality thing, politicize. I just don't like it. I'm like, it's it, you can smell it a mile away nowadays. I mean, it was very yeah. popular in the eighties and, mm-hmm. and early nineties. Yeah. That was like kind of like the rendition of the shows, you know. But TV is bigger than ever now, and so you would think they would kind of break away from that. And right. I mean, I feel like ever since The Sopranos and Breaking Bad, TV's like revolutionized. Right, there's good stories and yeah. good, good, interesting things. Better, almost better than movies nowadays. Speaking of which, uh, <laughs> Street Fighter doesn't waste any time. I was I was thinking that like it the doesn't cuts waste any goes time. from some part of the story to like somebody else's character like there's a lot of different things building at the same time so it's you're never sitting there wondering like oh what's going on with right, right, right. Chun Li and the guys over here what's ha- what's Guile doing no right they they know? make sure they introduce everybody within the span of like I think it's like 20 minutes so you know who everybody is and everybody's background it was about that I was yeah Balrog um, that name just stuck with me I'm like it's kind of a boxer. cool name yeah. yeah but it's like why would you give an American boxer the name of Balrog like right. So well, they, they give them all the characters from the game, folks, in case you're, you're wondering, have newfound purposes in this movie. They have jobs, they have vocations, they have right. backstories that were not necessarily there for the game, at least not that I recall, because the game kind of starts off and there you are, you, you pick it and we can insert the theme music in here. Yeah, 
pick a character and you fly to Japan, you know. Mm-hmm. And then do you fly? They do fly. Oh, yeah. but they do. They're, I remember that in between yeah, the matches, yeah, 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 it was the yeah, plane yeah. flying. So you're more familiar than I am. Well, I just it's vivid, you know, because I was haunted <laughs> from my youth. Um, if you had to describe the plot of this movie, though, for the layman, for the person on, on oh, the street sure. who doesn't know, uh, in thirty seconds or less, go go for it. I, I want to. I just want to. Like it's. Give something else just before this. Sure, sure, sure. I, Please I, I do. I looked up. It was on IMDb. I felt like I was cheating, but I felt like no, I, had I got to. it. This is important to me. Sure. I looked up IMDb, and I looked at the trivia, and it said that Jean Claude Van Damme had a a drug problem during the filming of this movie, no. and he had an affair with Kylie Minogue. Mm. And, and if that's all that I knew about this movie, I would want to watch this movie. That is Kylie Minogue. As, it is as Cammy. That's what a couple weeks ago I watched the movie. I'm like, that chick looks familiar. Who is that? I'm like, it's Kylie Minogue. I was Australian out. pop singer. Yeah. Okay. She is was. That, like, she got big later though. Like much, much, much right. Later, I know. I've never would have made the connection. I mean, especially yeah. when we were whatever age. It was. Sure. But then, if also if you're on a different continent that is also an island that is also a country <laughs> and you're not on that thing. Yeah. You're probably not going to know about Kylie Minogue. Not know, yeah. Unless she was standing next to Claude, Claude Van Damme. Jean. I like it. I like it. Take out yeah. the Jean. Jean. It's 2018. Jean Damme. Unless you're standing next to Claude Van Damme. <laughs> so give me the, give me the synopsis. Oh here. yeah. Yeah. Okay. So there's a, a very good, well-meaning, well-intentioned, Dictator? <laughs> Bad guy. What did you say? I was going to say dictator. Is he well-intentioned? <laughs> yeah. He wanted to do it for peace. This is kind of like a, it was, I guess it's sort of a twist. Maybe it's just me being, it's, I don't think it is though, because it starts out M. Bison He's, I guess he has some hostages, so he's a bad guy. Yeah, he technically. kills them. He goes through like three but, people right in a row and but like here's, kills that's them, the snaps thing. their necks. And I, was, I wanted to point that out. Like, you know, he tells the guy, they, they push him up towards him, like, you've traveled halfway around the world to fight me or to kill me. Now is your chance. And he yeah. snaps the guy's neck in two and not seconds. just anybody, by the way, for the kids at home listening, that's Raul Julia, stage actor the and acclaimed one? actor as, as, as M. Bison. That's, oh, that's, oh, okay. You know, some of you might know him from the Adams Family. Yeah. But he's a... He he was like a big deal, or like a real deal actor, and mm-hmm. this was his last role before he died, and he yeah. left us with M. Bison. Mm-hmm. So rest in peace, Rob Julia. That's strange. Sorry. Go ahead. But so the first guys, the soldiers, they throw at him. They're hostages, and they want to fight him. They want to kill him, whatever. And he just snaps their necks and throws them aside, which I think is for a PG thirteen sure. movie. Yeah. There's a lot of neck yeah, breaking. Yeah, a lot in this of movie. neck snaps. But that was self defense. They wanted to kill him. He knew they wanted to kill him. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he got there interesting. first. So it is okay. self-defense. But well, what about the hostages, like the non, the, the civilian hostages? You know, they're we prisoners. Don't see by the, tell you in the movie, by prisoners the of war, and they were inside, away from the elements. Maybe they had food. I don't know. And it was seventy-two hours. He he could have just killed them, but and and I thought about also his demands of the twenty billion dollars. He wanted yeah. twenty billion dollars, which. If you remember Austin Powers, which right. came out years One and years later, billion. Yeah, so you know it was a joke about a million dollars, and oh, they said a billion dollars, yeah. and it was still, you know, so for at that time, somebody to ask for twenty billion, I think it's that, insane. It's yeah, that, insanity. Even even like okay, remember the movie? Even now, I feel like that, that's yeah. insane. It doesn't like the movie Ransom. I'm thinking of. Uh, I think that was Mel Gibson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the you know the, I remember the kid peeing later when he heard the guy's voice or something. Yeah, but yeah, that yeah. was like a few million dollars, and the man on, I think it was Man on Fire, maybe Denzel Washington. Yeah. The girl at Lupita, or whatever her name was. It's just millions, in the millions. Mm-hmm. This guy goes for the 20 billion. 20 billion. He's not fucking around. Billion. With the B. Yeah. yeah. And I, I thought that was uh, that was kind of wise. You know, that makes sense. I mean, it's, But you're missing an important key key point that? here, is that he, he automatically gets called out by Guile. Played, right. Played none other than... Again, and John you know what? Damn. No one gets bullied more than the bullies. That's you know? true. Okay. That kind of thing. I mean, Guile, okay. was, he was tricking him. Because yeah. he immediately sent Cammy to go and start tracing the call once Bison bumped in. And, like, who pulls tricks? Bad guys pull tricks. Yeah. Guile pulled a trick on Bison. Guile pulled a lot of tricks, especially with his acting. <laughs> I mean, when he delivers those lines, man. I also wondered about that. I was like, I don't know his, I don't know his, the actor's actual story, but I'm, like, he's, I'm assuming he's French. Yeah. But why does this French guy love America so much that he's got a tattoo on his arm? I, I have questions oh, about that. Oh, man. I like how he committed to the blonde hair, though. He dyed the hair blonde. He committed. I, I, I'm, I'm sort of in the, in the. It seems not comic booky. It was a little comic booky in the video game. It was like taller, and it was like yeah. a flat top, but it oh, yeah, flared yeah, it out. Was. And that, to me, that was like half the character. I don't remember the face, or the arms. Was or, he Sonic Boom? He did the Sonic Boom, right? I get. Yeah, I don't remember that. I don't remember the backflip. Maybe that. No, the backflip kick. I do remember. I okay. forget what they called it. 
But uh, do you remember Chun Li and E Honda being friends and working are you uh, looking side up by the side? Codes right now. I feel like you're. No, I got my notes. I got my notes. <laughs> that is, I, I knew I should have. I knew I should have. I only do this just to kind of keep us yeah, somewhat on track. On track. We don't have to really. St- we don't have to go see, scene by scene. We yeah. don't have to go beat by beat. I did not know any of the characters were friends. I didn't know there was a plot to Street Fighter right, before no. the movie. I just <laughs> yeah. thought you picked somebody and you played them. And I, and that's one of my critiques by the end of the movie was that even all the good, all the good guys weren't together on it. They no. they bumble no, their they way through. They bumble their way through it. And um, I think even I think even M Bison at one point says, "If only you had decided to work oh, yeah. together instead of against each other." And, and they're all looking at each other like, "Why does he know?" And I think that is important because he is the one teaching a moral of the story, oh not the God. good guys. <laughs> Guile didn't say, "Treat your friends right," and right. you know, go home before. I don't know. Send your mother a gift. How do you feel about Van Dam? I mean, he's pretty perfect for this role, isn't Dude, he? At the time. I mean, I remember I, that was a Van Damme household that I grew up yeah, in. Yeah, it was yeah. Bruce Willis okay. and Van Damme. For a guy that can, he was peak physical fitness. And yeah. to have a role that you don't get to use <laughs> any yeah. of that. You use your show muscles maybe in the beginning, but it wasn't until he fights M. Bison at the end. I'm going to come at you so hard <laughs> with a swift kick to your face. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying over here. I, it's better than I wouldn't even dare. I wouldn't even. I wouldn't even try. He's Marvel. pretty perfect, though. I like him in this. I actually, this movie. I don't. I, you know, when I first saw it, I think I saw it in theaters. I might have been old enough to see it in theaters when mm-hmm. I when it came out. I mean, I know I was old enough, but you know what I mean. Um, I don't know who would have done it better. Yeah, that that's time. what I'm saying. Like, I mean, it was 1993. Everybody in this was kind of, except for Raul Julia and Van Damme, they were kind of mm-hmm. unknown. Unknown. Yeah. You know? Even um, Kylie Minogue, especially. Even I was looking at it. I was watching him, looking at the faces. And I'm like, okay, I think Chun Li. I recognize her face from something else. Maybe I didn't rec. I mean, everybody else, they're recognizable because I saw them when I was a kid. But I can't place them in right. anything other except that one, the AN official, which I think is weird. Why is there some rule that they couldn't just put UN on the hats and, and they had to go with? I AN? noticed that Allied Allied Nation forces. Like maybe or that's just like that? yeah. trying to put him more as a dictator. I guess know? they wanted to stray far as far away from. Anything remotely real. I mean, they had the blue helmets. Everybody, yeah, that's true. You see blue helmets, you know who you're dealing with. You know what else you're dealing with? Hmm. A goddamn psychopath. And I'm not talking about M. Bison. When he's got the hostages and Van Damme sells out his boy when he's like, and Charlie, if you're there, hang in there. Yeah. Like, motherfucker, you just sold him out. Like, you just said this guy's name as one of the hostages. So now while Julia's like, you know, M. Bison's <laughs> like... Which one of you is Charlie? You You must be him, the only one left standing, because I snapped everybody else's neck. (laughs) Maybe you took Spanish in high school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's talk about that. I was like, Okay, muy poquito. I don't know that. (laughs) But I I was watching that scene, and I I did not know that, I mean, maybe I heard it once. Carlos is short for Charlie? Yeah, or Well, that the English, all right, if, if the English or American Charlie is the Spanish Carlos. I always thought Carlos would be Carl in English. Yeah, why yeah. wouldn't it be Carl? Why wouldn't it be Carl? I would never make that connection. Maybe and somebody the, in wardrobe just made a mistake and they were like, just go with it. And yeah. they're like, oh. It was a funny movie. Like when, yeah. when he find out, uh, when they think the guile was killed. Yeah. And uh, DJ looks over. <laughs> DJ, DJ's a great character. Yeah, a lot of great characters. He's, I, he's, I think he's the worst. He's the like the villain. He's the, the worst character it okay was sort of like a okay. shakespearean kind yeah, of thing yeah, yeah. or whatever because he was just chasing money the whole time right bison wanted he wanted peace that was his ultimate but his, goal but his brand of peace is that everybody else dies well on the way but if you look at <laughs> if you watch the whole movie like i said in the beginning yeah. bison kills yeah. those few guys yeah that's self-defense because they were definitely going to try to kill him yeah. or at least hurt him and uh but if you watch the end with the an and guile and yeah. cammy and all the troops coming up they kill they shoot so many of those Red hats, if you will. I don't know what else to call them. Yeah, he had he had to have minions because in any movie like this, mm-hmm. you have to establish some sort of like unidentifiable minion or a stormtrooper claws expendable. So that exactly so mm-hmm. that they're expendable, and so the audience isn't like, what about all those innocent people? Even though they are innocent people in a way. <laughs> I mean, I, I you know what I, I think M Bison. Okay, it's it's fucked up. He's not like innocent with quotations okay. around it, but I feel like he's less evil than the people who followed him that were smart like dj dj's a bad okay, guy because okay. he knew he was with the bad guys and he was doing it for money zangief that conversation they had at the end you were getting paid you know he was following somebody he thought wanted the best because he did bison i think he just needed to follow somebody zangief's who's character zangief? yeah because he's just he's not all there you well, know what i'm saying and i mean at one point when like the 
something's exploding on the television. He's like, change the channel. Dude, that was awesome. <laughs> that was so good. <laughs> if life were like that, that'd be so I know, cool. I know. Just change the channel. It's, it's a... Uh... Yeah, that and whole and scene. Then, and then it's not happening. That whole like five, ten minute scene. They do their magic thing. I'm like, okay. Because, no, I did not know E Honda and Chun Li were friends. Yeah. And Balrog. With, oh, they're a news crew? Is that. And they have to sneak into M. Bison's lair by performing a talent show? Right. What is that? Is that convenient <laughs> or is that just some weird pull <laughs> out of a hat? Circus. Yeah. We've got different jobs for everybody who we don't obviously know what they do. No. <laughs> and it's, even it's though, like, that, the Asian influence sort of dress she's wearing at the oh, end. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bison put that on her. She didn't have that herself. She had the all black ninja costume. She had the reporter sort of. And you know yeah. who that is? That's Ming Na Wen. She was in uh, Agents of Shield, or she's in oh, Agents of Shield. It. Okay, no. well, I, I kind of fell off it too. But she also voiced Mulan. Okay, maybe that's where. I, I mean, she was recognizable. She has a. So she went on to face. do things like yeah. significant things. I, w- I wish I could interview her and be like, "How were you oh. during the filming of this?" Except your friend Mitchell Ryder over here is just, you know. Oh no no no! I'm saying if I'm saying if we could get her on the show too, you know. Yeah. You we might have, for three. You got, I mean, you got, uh, you know, you got people in. What do you say? Somebody's emailing you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have fans, and we have fans in Australia, UK. We've even had some downloads in South Africa. We've had a few in China, but nothing substantial. Crazy. Well, you know, I played a game. It was, it was like it's like a virus game where you design a virus and then try to infect the whole world. Oh, okay. Getting well. Iceland <laughs> is the hardest thing because they only have a seaport. They don't have an airplane, so wow. you can't use like an airborne virus. It's got to be like a waterborne illness. So how does that work for downloads? Uh, you need to get somebody in Iceland. That's how you'll know you're on the verge of success. I like it. You need to get south south of the hemisphere. Which have you done that? The in the southern hemisphere. Yes. Yeah. 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 We have. So you got yeah. someone in the southern hemisphere. I mean, it's all. Keep bear in mind. This is a fledgling podcast. I don't want to mislead our, our followers and, and make them think that I'm trying to. We're coming for you. You know, boast it. You know what I mean. <laughs> but at the same time, I mean, it, it's growing. Yeah. And we do have an international audience, so yeah. that's exciting. Recipients. So, I mean, it's not that far removed that Ming-Na Wang could be listening to this one day in her trailer and be like, you know, I would love to join the Comic-Con podcast. I'm sure of that. Because we don't take this shit that seriously, you know? <laughs> I mean, um, you never know. There's other things, you know, things that have started in garages. I mean, tons of stuff. Most, lots of stuff. Most things, probably. Yeah, a lot anywhere of great ideas. Can, anywhere you can park a car, you can do just shame, about anything. And shameful secrets. <laughs> yeah. I, um, I don't have any of those in my garage. Do we want to talk about Sagat at all? Oh, yeah. Okay. Here's another reason why Bison is a good guy. He was played by West Studio, by the way, side note, last time weekend. He's, again, a familiar face that I great actor. cannot place. Another great actor that's reduced to a small, but I guess pivotal role. Like It's kind of a pivotal role. No, Vega was pretty funny because that's a, he's a good oh, looking yeah. guy and he's yeah, 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 and he's yeah. cut yeah. shape and he barely, I don't recall him saying words. No, he didn't say any words. He didn't say too much. And, yeah. uh,. It's the only. One, I think he's the only one who actually has a weapon all yeah, the, on him the, all the, the time. Claws, yeah, that was the only person. Yeah. I loved Vega. I loved using him in the game. It was uh, just because it's. You probably didn't play Soul Caliber later on. There was. Oh a weird, yeah, I remember that. I remember that a weird bendy guy. I forget his. <laughs> yeah. I forget his name. He's like the Gumby of all the characters, but you know he'll, he'll like bend over backwards and do like this weird crab walk and hurt people. Kind of like Dalsim in this in in this game. That was an, that was an upsetting factor in the street fighter that dalzim didn't do anything he didn't cool. do anything he's a scientist in this but yeah. he, does, he does get mutated a little bit towards the end they they said i guess that was they were gonna do a sequel okay and now they're leading it up because in the video game is you know he can throw his arms out like halfway across the screen right yoga flame that was integral yoga you know, fire yoga that's right yeah he was all painted up he was topless and you know had bangles and baubles everywhere whatever and it was it was fun it's fun to play at him because that's what i like about the button mashers it's kind of uh Unpredictable, which is funny when right. Bison later on, who knows where all these mines are, he can see the ship he's trying to blow up, and then at the end he ends up just button mashing all yeah. of them. Like yeah. that's in every arcade in America in that year. I think this movie is self-aware, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Like it is self-aware that it's that it's campy and that it's supposed to be campy. I guess it's, it's kind of like they knew it wasn't going to be perfect, you know. So they didn't. I don't think they took a lot of risks. Right. But I don't even know what the risks would be. Maybe that's why the fighting. There isn't a lot well, of actual yeah, there, fighting. There isn't. Because even with the storyline, going back to Sagat, like that's how we we're introduced to Ryu and Ken. Yeah. Who are just like, and they're just cracking jokes throughout the entire time. They seem like good guys from the outset. Even right. though they're doing a bad thing. Right. They're, they're not they're affiliated. They're smuggling weapons. Yeah. They're not affiliated with the good guys. No, they're not. Yet. But, uh. Anyway, Bison's a good guy because yeah. he had a bad he had a, he had something bad happen between him and Sagat, and then later they make up. So by the end of the movie, Sagat 
or bison selling to God, you are welcome to stay here and blah, blah, blah. And so, you know what I mean? This is a bad guy who made amends. Meanwhile, Giles is gunning for somebody. He just wants to kill people. He's a warmonger. That's what, that's what it is. Okay. And he's leading troops. And if you think about it, by the end of the movie, the administrator from the AN, that's somebody I do recognize. I don't remember his name. Simon, Simon Callow or something weird. It's not weird. It's okay. not a weird name at all. But he shows up telling Giles, they give him these orders. We're going to pay him the money. I love this because I don't remember any of this. Right. Well, <laughs> it's just at the end of the movie, just before his speech, I'm like, oh, it's good. So we can all go home. You know, oh, they're yeah, gonna yeah. pay him off, and uh, you know. Oh, that's right. That's right. He's giving the motivational speech. Yeah, but I'm like, gonna go and kick Bison's ass right. so hard. That's good, man. That's the good. next Bison so wannabe hard. is gonna feel it. And kick so, it so hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So <laughs> he, hard. He was just being told to stand down, right. or and then he would be fired right after. And he decides to not do that. He's gonna wage the war because on the way there in the boat, he plays. There's that weird cutscene where he put, pops in a video cassette, yeah. and there's a slow motion Olive Garden commercial. Where it's like him and Carlos, and <laughs> yeah. like they're sipping wine, and Cammy's underneath the table giving them both blowjobs, and he's just laughing. That's it. It goes away. It's a quick cutscene. Yeah. It's like they had to explain that him and Carlos were best buds, so that's his motivation for why he wants to be, in your term, a warmonger. <laughs> yeah. and, uh, he's waging war because he's doing it for like vengeance. And uh, Chun Li, she was a reporter, and at some point when she tracked down, she planted uh, when Ken and Ryu are doing their escape with Sagat after they made the deal yeah, with yeah, Kyle. Yeah. She plans to track her, follows it, ends up into the morgue. They're tracking this second tracker somehow, and they, she follows it into the morgue. And she tells Gal, he wakes up, and she's like, I don't just want a story on Bison. I want his head. Right. That uh, journalistic integrity doesn't mean anything to this No, woman. it doesn't. No, it doesn't at all. <laughs> and she's doing it for vengeance. She's, so got, she's got personal reasons because her, her village was slaughtered. Mm-hmm. And she explains that later in the film when she approaches uh, in Bison, she confronts him. That's how and bad he, guys and he, delivers, he delivers one of the best lines of any movie. I'm sorry. I don't remember any of it. You don't remember? For you, the day Bison graced your village was the most important day of your life. But for me, it was Tuesday. But for me, it was a Tuesday. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I remember that because I misinterpreted it. When I was young enough, the first okay. time I saw the movie, I thought when he said it was a Tuesday, I thought that meant he precisely remembered when he killed her father. Oh, okay. And that was like, oh, this guy like does care. Or <laughs> That's so interesting. You actually overthought it. That's you what I like, thought when I was young, like when I first saw the movie. You were giving too much credit. You were like. Yeah, because why, why would he pick when, you know, today when I was watching it again, and I'm like, okay, he didn't say Wednesday. That'd be a funny little throwback right. to where most or at least some part of a generation would know him from the Adams family so it was a Tuesday yeah interesting very interesting why can't you just say it was another Tuesday it was just another it was just another day yeah just another day that would make sense to me that's that makes right. the point. That makes the point. Saying it, it was a Tuesday. I'm like, yeah. you remember that? So you like, remember that. Because, yeah. She, yeah, she reacted, like, shocked. Right. Unless he was just trying to be smart. And just, oh, yeah. I know. mean, he was, you know, trying to shit on her or whatever. Um, Carlos does turn into Blanca. And Blanca in the video games, I'm pretty sure, like, had electricity. That was, like, his, yeah. like, a defense you hold down, you hold down the button, and you hit the B button, I think. He did something. And it's like, it, and this guy and this guy got nothing. He just got ugly. That's all it is. And then somehow Guile recognizes him. He's like, yeah. Carlos, what did they do to you? Oh, my face. I don't know. Well, Dalsim, the last second, Dalsim, the last second, I guess, had, had he's, he's not only being infused with multicolored uh, slimes, which we all know is like, you know, synonymous with mutation. <laughs> um, but but he's being I guess they're doing some kind of tr- like Weapon X program where they're giving him like footage so he's like giving him like war like that's real footage from real wars by the way I that's just that news that's all it is and and then he like gave him like the Brady Bunch or something like that he tried to do some alter- yeah. alternate programming to kind of calm, him down, a, calm him down or make him a little bit nicer or I feel like that that theme is just kind of like Clockwork Orange that was yeah. maybe the first time they did it or something you can just terrorize somebody by making them watch things yeah but he had some killer headphones on too. Absolutely. Yeah. I think they, they, they. I don't have any complaints about this movie. It's like set design. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was nothing I thought that like, oh, that's kooky. You know, the, oh, that's obviously fake. There was, there was nothing 
I saw around there other than Bison shoes at the end. It's like well, other than Bison's weird hovering. Yeah, yeah, just, thing. that was the only part. And because like, I watched it, I'm like, oh, obviously he's got the the hangy thing. I right. don't do. I, th- I was listening on some other podcast, like one or two before this, and you mentioned the suspension of disbelief. That's, I I must have heard that somewhere in my life, yeah. but I remember it now because of you. And at some point you had said, well, yesterday when we met, or two days ago, <laughs> when you had said, you tell me that uh, the sunshine is purple and it comes out of an elephant's ass or whatever it was, right. and I'll believe it because right. you know that's how the story goes. And uh, You have to turn your brain off with these movies. Yeah. And, and that's one of the things that we don't do in this podcast. We don't just bring up these movies and just rip right through them. I mean, we're going to make fun of some shit because mm-hmm. there's some shit to make fun of. Right. But at the same time. I think it's important to note that you know some money went into this. They created this, and this was financially a success. Yeah, when it that came surprised out. me. When and, I, act, and I read that the director paid his cast. Yeah, he took less money salary. for himself like to he get for, it done. Like he like that's he integrity. Yeah. Chan Lee didn't have that. Hell no. Her vengeance seeking. <laughs> if, <ass>. she, if she <laughs> if she had, she might have gotten a little closer to the prize. Yeah, and, and by that, prize, I mean E Honda. I didn't see any cool moves from her, but it was interesting when she gets back into. This is it. You know, did you, did you ever see The Incredibles? Yeah, yeah, of course. And uh, he talks about Frozone and, and uh, yeah. Mr. Incredible talking yeah. about it. You know, I was captured. He had the laser thing. And he starts monologuing. Yeah. And it's like, oh, they always do that. And then they I always do. Chun-Li was doing that to Absolutely. M. Bison Absolutely. in that room. And then she waited until the last moment to... But she did land a kick in the face. Oh, she she was going to tear him up. She was yeah. tearing him up. She right. could have just destroyed him right then it's and there. It's a good thing he had his portable gas chamber. Yeah, that was handy. And then, you know, it's funny because you watch the, the fire kind of like laughs after Ihana hits the ground and he's in the cage laughing and you see the fire like kind of, I was like, well, did he, did he do that? The gas wasn't flammable. Right, they could all right, be dead. Right. But uh, as many times as he could have killed them, he sure, didn't. And Bison is a benevolent dictator. I like it. I like where you're going. You know, yeah. this is a controversial, boop, this is a controversial episode after all. Mm-hmm. Speaking of controversies, this movie was dubbed. Now I didn't read that anywhere, but I'm guessing it because in the inside, did the you God watch Slayer, a dubbed copy of it? I'm telling you, man, there were a couple of scenes where like you look closely yeah. and people are yelling, "Yeah, come on!" But their mouths are not moving in sync. Yeah, I saw that. And it, it's only the background characters; it's not the main characters. When, when Chun Li, the scene where they're under the tent and the deal has gone bad, and they're about to push the truck, her E Honda and Balrog are about to throw the truck she's saying something on this little screen and you can yeah. see her mouth oh yeah absolutely i didn't know i could it was like is that my internet connection maybe yeah so no, no it's definitely not that's what i pegged it on basically. i tried to watch it on youtube but they didn't have the whole movie so i actually had to rent this thing i mean they had well that's how i watched it you watched the whole thing on youtube yeah well because i rented it oh <laughs> on youtube you. oh i got you i mean i i've had i my, tried to watch it for free on youtube but they only had like certain clips oh yeah the whole that thing. would be that would be an afternoon trying yeah. to find all that yeah. to clip, <laughs> clip five Clip five. I've done it. I did it with every season of Scrubs. Like yeah. Every episode chopped into three ten, or it was wow. in, it, chopping into three ten minute segments. That's and commitment. It almost blew up my phone like twice because I watched the seasons twice. When you watch a lot of YouTube on the phone, the phone starts leaking. Oh, like I, I had to have it plugged in. I was, I was. This was years ago, and I was yeah. stealing somebody's Wi-Fi from my phone <laughs> and uh, had it plugged in, and it would just. The message it said like unplug because and I just pray I didn't get a call because I'm gonna have to hold that near my face, but uh, I you know, watching your phone for three and a half hours. But it's a good thing like, you're still here. That's why I rented you know Street Fighter <laughs> on the computer instead of <laughs> trying to find it for free. Sometimes safety first. Do you have a favorite scene? I have a favorite scene of this movie. Oh, that is good. That's a good question. I feel like I did. I feel like I was better prepared before I came over here. I really like how in the very beginning when Giles like meeting with the AN forces yeah. there's actually a guy he's like the guy I mean Giles 10 seconds into his speech or his briefing and some random guy comes to the window and tries to kill him and Giles kills him like no like with no hesitation yeah. like snaps his neck mm-hmm. and he's, he's like alright and then he goes right back to the briefing right. they said I, I watched a um, oh it was so good a couple of years ago they was watching something about like psychopaths, the big, the best or biggest top ten psychopaths in movies. Top ten psychopaths, and it was James Bond. Interesting, because he would kill somebody, then make a joke of it, and he treated women like he treated just other people. He just it, they he just added sadistic. it up basically. But my favorite scene, I'm just thinking of this, is because it made me laugh out loud. It made me lol. It was uh, when Bison finds out, you know, and the news says that Guile's dead. Oh and, yeah. Uh, DJ looks over and was like, oh, that's great news, you know, sir, colonel, captain, yeah, yeah, M. Yeah, Bison, yeah, what was he, yeah, a yeah. colonel or a captain? Or General. 
general that's probably what it was oh that's great news general congratulations like on the contrary yeah i mourn okay <laughs> he turns his head like he's just yeah this is stupid okay yeah 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 he's like oh, what am i doing here? that yeah. was i think that was my favorite scene yeah, you know yeah, the good. whole movie okay i wanted to fight him on the battlefield yeah See, man to man that's somebody who has principles he's got you know his yeah, scruples but you're, yeah but you're talking about a guy who who, who wants to make bisonopolis you know, I mean, he wants to build something instead of tear. Guile wants to tear something down. He wants to tear bison. This is a down. very interesting interpretation. Bison wants to build something. I up. do appreciate how he he's he's pointing to what's about to be the food court. He respects people. He, people got to eat. He knows that. <laughs> you do you ever hear Guile talk about the MREs or feeding I the mean, soldiers? You're never going to hear Cobra Commander or, or or Magneto talk about their plans for you know dictatorship or, or world domination and then somehow slip in well maybe we should move the food court over here so can, <laughs> they said know. it was supposed to be funny i mean there are some of the things maybe you have to look forward i don't remember it being that self-aware but it, yeah. it, this movie is definitely self-aware that it's campy and it's and it's ridiculous get all the little moments i should have taken notes that's genius raul julia man he's a, such a good actor he uh, it was he kills weird. every single line that was always movie. weird though that just i don't know what it is like you got van damme on one side yeah it's weird yeah, just that Ra- what is his name Raul Raul Julia yeah Raul Julio yeah I mean he's to me I only know him from those two things the Adams family and this so as far as like his acting ability well, he, played, he played bad guys and other things before don't get me wrong like he was a bad guy in this in this uh this Clint Eastwood and Charlie Shimu the, the rookie where he played this like Dominican you know mafia or drug lord kind of guy huh. and so he's oh, he's played bad guys before but what makes it interesting in this is just this is kind of like a comic booky right. cosplay. It's fun. Yeah, just it had to have been fun. Weird movie. I mean, don't get me wrong. Adam's family was weird, but this is this, this is definitely like left field for him, especially for like a, you know, mm-hmm. sadly like his last movie. You know what I mean? It was just like, in, it was intense, and maybe sometimes it's like, you know, the the filming, the the camera angles, or the the background or the lighting. You know, anything could add or detract from the intensity of a scene. Yeah. So him delivering those lines, you know, I think he's got a good voice for it. He'd be and it would have been great on all those cartoons and yeah. that, you know, was growing up that, that period of time. Did you ever watch any of the cartoons? Like the, the Street Fighter, Street Fighter animated I, movies? I don't re- remember. I, I know I watched some of the X-Men cartoons when those were around, but no, that that's all that's a blur. Because it was yeah, really like just... Animation. To, it's just to lull me into the commercials so I want right. to buy stuff. I got you. I don't trust... Uh, that's what happens. So you're not going to run out and like buy a Super Nintendo anytime soon and, and replay this I, I game. hope not. I mean, I, did I already talk about the, the nostalgia <laughs> thing? I feel like yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. Because I the GameCube was is more recent than that, but it was just it's very fun, it's very simple, everything on there. I could sit down and do it for five or ten minutes. I, I nowadays going backwards. Can you watch a black and white movie? Yeah, I can. Yeah. I, I, I actually just watched Metropolis the other day. I oh, it's it such on. a good movie. It was, it was, it was cool. It was a little weird to me, but sometimes, like with video games, I don't know if it's just, it just, it's like a roller coaster. Maybe if you get back on and it's super rocky, you remember it being awesome when you were a kid. Yeah. But now that you're an adult, you go on like the steel ones that are smooth and, you know, on the upside down. But the old ones when you're a kid are like rickety and stuff. Yeah. yeah, like, yeah no, yeah. I'm not getting on that. I'm gonna get sick or I'm going to die. I don't want to. That's how I feel about old video games. You know, well, sometimes. I've always kind of lived my life in fear. You know what I mean? So it's you live longer. Kind of like the late Chihuahua. You know, I was just perpetually afraid of things. Well, you know, yeah. You have uh, they they have higher heartbeat. Although I did heartbeat. jump out of a plane. You do what? I did jump out of a plane. That was just did you cause, really? That was just because of my wife. Did I see pictures of that? Were you trying to get away from her? No, we we went together. Oh. I, did, I did it like for her. Like she really wanted to do it, so we did it. Like it was her birthday. Oh. She was my fiance at the time, I think. Was she really depressed at the time or something? No, she wasn't even my fiance at the time. She, we were just we were just dating, so to speak. But we're living in sin, as yeah. some might say. It's the only way to be, my friend. But she wanted to go, and I was like, "All right, let's go." That is cool. That's and I'll never those, do it again. That's you won't. No. Well, then great. It's, you got a bucket <laughs> list. You can always put that on your bucket list to have it crossed off. Yeah. Because like, a lot of people might that might I think that's kind of on my list, and it's probably. I know I just met you, but I, I mean, I, can I ask you what your some of your bucket list items? Are? Oh, um, you know. No, you cannot. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> you were hoping I was going to fill it up with something. I really was. I, I thought I'd have something too. I had. I have no more notes. You have no more notes. Mm-hmm. That's cool. I. I just, I just one, real quick. Yeah. Can you tell me exactly what M. Bison says at the very end when he's like, right before he's like floating up? What was it? What he says? He's like, oh, like right. hell frozen. Yeah, I, I saw am Satan a fall. Yeah, from, or something. Like, <laughs> I am a god, and I saw Satan fall. Right, from, 
Like that could have been like inserted. Like lightning. Any, right. I mean, those are his last words. Right. Like lightning. But then, but then Van Damme kicks him in the face, yeah. and then he goes flying into those TV and, screens. And I didn't like that way they did that because he spun. He, did he spin three times? Because they kept showing it. They show him. Like, yeah, we well, gotta do the the. the uh, yeah, yeah. Right. You ever notice that? Like after he kicks somebody, when he does a spin kick, Van Damme always does that that fade trailing off. Uh, I mean, it always happens when I spin kick people. So I mean, oh, this really? Is, this is real. So it's a thing. Yeah. Okay. That's just. Well, it's good to know. You never kicked somebody in your life? See, and this is why you have Mitchell on a podcast, mm-hmm. you know? I, I realized this is one of the things about Van Damme that I feel like he was underutilized in this movie. He, I knew at the time he could do the splits. Right. Anybody can kick somebody. Anybody If you, can if you kick got a somebody. leg. You, you, don't need, need, you don't even need two legs. You just need a leg. Anyone can kick somebody. Not everyone can uh, do the splits. That's, that's true. That's very, very true. Yeah, and yeah. he did not do the splits one time in no that movie. No splits. I thought it was funny when they, uh, again, uh, side note, that M. Bison respected, uh, you know, the heritage, or I don't know what you want to call it, but he had his base in a temple, yeah. an ancient temple. That's preservation for you. Oh, my That's God. That's somebody who respects oh history, wants God. to preserve oh history. Oh, God. I don't recall where Bisonopolis was going to be. Those hostages were were starving, by the way. They were like, they were starving. They knew what they signed up for. <laughs> <laughs> That's that's tough. We don't know. I mean, they they were there, and you, you don't, don't really wanna, see them. You so you don't want to speculate, you know. Do I want to what? Now? You don't want to speculate. You you just want to, you know. I got to go from what they gave me in the okay. story, and I saw the first two guys, like the first guy, he snapped the neck of, pushed him down on into that little. It's like an indentation it where he. Like a, I guess that's where the hostages were. It was a pit of bodies. It was a pit. I didn't understand. Yeah, I was like, "What's in that pit?" I was waiting to see other some bodies, monster. but they were alive. Some of them were alive. Yeah, but you know. Gotta crack some, gotta kill some people to make some eggs, I guess. How do you, <laughs> how do you feel about that last closing shot with everybody together as, as the Street Fighter game? Even, even Zangief is there. Yeah. I mean, Zangief yeah. is, cool. again, that's weird. Like, why not? It's interesting that Zangief, you know, he's allowed to turn coat, to switch sides yeah, yeah, at yeah. the end. Yeah. Ken and Ryu never really have to make up their mind. No, he asked God, them, no. You want to? You want to? You guys want to enlist? They're like, no, 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 no not, not for us. Like, they don't want to be tied down to doing the right thing ever. I like that boat that he used to like go invisible and then mm-hmm. not really be invisible. I was, yeah, they had the camera. Like you could see the water. And those off shots were like he was shooting <laughs> things with a gun, but like they were clearly just using stock footage of like like the Noah like website where there was just like those radars going back and forth and like things were getting blown up but it was like a a model like a, like a little small oh, model I don't know what you're talking about no I'm kind of there I, I'm, I'm images are okay flashing but well, I, I guess they couldn't afford any like actual like giant radar things to blow up they spent it all on costumes yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and his hair and the hair gel. I, I realized and that. And all of M. Bison's hats. When Bison, yeah, when Bison was in the room, dressing room, he changed, and then he switches hat. You don't see his hair. You no. don't see the top of his head. So many hats. So I was just wondering, like, do you, do you ever see it? I don't know. No. We'll never know. No bonus features on this DVD, because we didn't get the DVD, so we'll never know. I didn't get the DVD. I was debating him. I'm like, I don't want to be responsible for this disc for the rest of however long right. I have it. How bad am I going to feel losing it if I buy it for a reason such as I'm this? glad that we did it this way, because... Earlier in the podcast, I mean, like back in the day, you know, I'd actually buy the movie off Amazon for like four or five bucks mm-hmm. and not know, not really remembering if the movie was still going to hold up or not. <laughs> yeah. Needless to say, I have a $5 copy of Dick Tracy in my possession. And I'll tell you right now, the movie, it doesn't really... Doesn't hold up? I, well, I mean, I still kind of regard it close mm-hmm. to my heart. But Buddy Hamilton fucking hated that movie. Yeah. And we rate, I think we ended up rating it like... I think it was one of the few movies to get solitary confinement good. What the hell does that mean? Oh, you don't know our rating system. We're going to rate this movie. Solitary confinement good. Like if you were stuck and could only watch one movie or something? Right. Now so I'll, get, I'll give you the ratings. Are you, okay, are, you ready yeah. to, are you ready to rate this thing? Go for the rating okay, system. Okay. I want to hear a little about it. Uh, Comic-Cons, we have six beautiful ratings, okay, on this show. And they're just flavors of positivity. Because we like to stay positive on this show. Because, you know, we don't like to drag down into the negativities. You know, you were mentioning desecration and, and, and building you know earlier you know we all know it takes you know years to build a monument but it takes seconds to desecrate and knock it down so so we're <laughs> I not think trying I to, remember not trying saying to remove, that I was thinking that remove anything from Steven D'Souza you know okay. yeah for deferring his salary so we could pay these fine young actors top of the show we have call it or work good movie theater good okay. buy it on blu-ray good catch it on cable good which is really you know Hulu Netflix Amazon Prime what have you Fair or enough. even YouTube in this case uh, then we have 
Stick with the flu good and solitary confinement good. They all sound good to me. There's flavors of good. You know, so there's there six flavors of good. Now, obviously, we didn't see this in theaters recently, but right. like the idea is that when you watch these older movies, if it's really that good, right, the call out of work good or movie theater good could apply to it. If it was like re-release, you know, would you call out of work to go see okay. it, or would you, you know, what I'm saying, or would you yeah, play yeah, it yeah. in theaters? Buy it on Blu-ray. I can appreciate that because yeah. I don't buy things on Blu-ray. Right. I don't even know if I have a Blu-ray player. I might. I can understand and appreciate why right. you would want some movies on Blu-ray. Okay. This I don't think is one of them. It's colorful, but so it's what not. is it for you? Is it sick with the flu? Good? Would you watch this if you were sick with the flu? Oh yeah, I, yeah. This is that's actually I was thinking that earlier today. I'm like that you could watch worse things with a hangover on Saturday morning. Okay. Or on a Sunday morning. Or, or a hangover. Okay, interesting. That, that right. was because like I wouldn't necessarily change the channel. If this is the only thing on, definitely. Yeah. Would I? Obviously, I did rent it on YouTube to watch it. Totally different reason that sure. you gotta put that. Wouldn't call into work. Solitary confinement was that. That was a good one. That Solitary good confinement rating. is like the worst rating, but it's still good. Okay, so if you ha- this is like you're in Colorado in a federal penitentiary, yeah. and you're in a hole in the ground, and you get like one hour of sunlight a day. Mm-hmm. Okay, but somebody slips a copy of Street Fighter underneath <laughs> your fucking cellar door yeah. with a DVD player, and you're like, well. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that's okay. how that's how bad the movie is for you to be like the yeah, only no. way I would watch this if, is if I'm like fucking buried deep in a well in the ground. For some reason I just thought of Girl Interrupted. I don't know. Or, like, or that or in a That would be the movie I, mean, I would not want to watch. Sure, okay. I, I, that seems unfair too. I got Angelina. I told you earlier I was watching something. Yeah. yeah I told yeah. you this morning. Yeah. We've been I've, talking <laughs> a lot for two days. We've been we've we been haven't really close. we have not known each other for years. <laughs> There's no lineage here. You never no know history at a gas station. You know. Well, wherever you go, there you are, right? That, is that verified? I don't, I don't know. Ask Bonnie Hunt. Bonnie Hunt. Yeah. Twister? No, I don't know who that is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's a. You're yeah, thinking of okay. Helen Hunt. You're thinking of Helen Hunt. You're close. Bonnie Hunt reminds me. Jumanji. Yeah, there you go. Jumanji. Boom, boom, boom. I like Bonnie. Yeah, she's good. Yeah, Street Fighter. Don't buy it. It's, I feel like it's between the three and <laughs> the four. I've never had seen somebody on this show stu- struggle with the rating system as much. <laughs> you just you can't. You're like, I mean, buy it on blue. I don't know. Yeah, Catch you didn't correspond with numbers. Like, I'm okay with. So the best rating is call to work good, obviously, because it's so yeah. good that you're like, you're looking forward to it so much, and it was so good that you would have called out of work to see yeah. this thing. You know what I mean? Okay. So yeah, so it's, it was down there. Movie so theater good. It's just like it's really just saying like you're not you're not you're not going to see it opening day. Yeah. But you're going to eventually see it in theaters. You're going to pay the money it. to see it in theaters. Call to work is really like opening day. Like yeah, absolutely. You call it out of work to see Never it like the first show. One. You know. So I mean, I guess my rating system would have to be like three, the three in the middle of yours. I actually did do the call to work one when I was working a night shift job. Yeah. And I just did not want to wait till the next day or the internet to spoil the movie for me. So I did call out of work to see the movie that night. You're a passionate guy, though. That's, yeah. That's what separates you from the... But it was also like the first Avengers movie. Oh. Yeah, you are a passionate yeah. guy. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know what the first... I mean, I was waiting for that movie to come out like ever since I was a kid. You know, yeah. so it fin- here okay. it is. Absolutely. Everything, you know, it's culminated these other movies and the, here it is, 2011, 2000, before we even had the podcast. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I got to do this. I got to do this. And I remember I had like goosebumps on the way to the theater and I loved it. I get that. And the I, Dark Knight movies are probably the same way. Those, those, those are sweet. Those Dark Knight I, I, movies. I feel you know. like, again... Well, this is this is 1993 Street Fighter directed by Steven D'Souza, so it's a little different. If I could have skipped school in like eighth grade to go okay. and watch it at the time, or sixth grade, it was 93. I was probably in fourth grade. I have no idea. My right. timelines. I don't really want to get into it. I'm way older than I look. Well, I had a show with my mom. She, my a lot mom, younger my, than my I mom, sound. You are a lot younger than you sound. Right. My mom came on the show and she was like, "Well, I come from a generation where we never called that a work." So that would. She, so she was doing <laughs> the same thing you're doing by breaking down the rating system. Right. Okay. It's just a loosey goosey thing, so that yeah. we can assign some kind of credibility to this thing. Now, now I want to know what I would not watch. Loosey goosey confinement. That's. Chen Li pissed me off. I, the, the moral of the story. Okay. Was there a moral of the story? I, mean, I liked how M. Bison, even at the end, he had like Chen Li, Honda, Balrog, Ryan, and Ryu, and right. Ken up all like in the same room where yeah. all this shit was about to go down. And he's trying to bring Blanca in, and then Guile pops up. He kept his enemies close. That's you what he did. Loved he, didn't have, Bison. he did not have a lot of friends, and men of greatness often do not, I think. Wow. <laughs> Until you know, are you a goddamn psychopath? Is that and what's going? <laughs> is that what's happening? Here? And then even the money is like, okay, he's not stealing money from anybody. He said, well, he wanted to kidnap 
the Queen of England so that he could get the Bank of England to set the exchange rate for five pounds for sure. every bison dollar. Right, who does it? That was that was actually another one of my favorite scenes in the movie where he's paying Sagat in his M. Bison oh, yeah. money. He did not like and that. And he was like, what are you doing? Money. You know? I mean, that's, I'm sure that... That was a bad idea on Bison's part. He made On the contrary, each M. Bison note will be worth three Five. pounds. Worth yeah. more. I don't even know what he said. Even that, so he's not he taking it. Me. He's starting a new economy. He's starting a new economy. He is making, and imagine he's what an that would do for trade. What wouldn't it do for trade? Yeah, and it, you know what? They showed uh, the satellite footage. They were zooming in on Bison's lair, and it looked like it was in North Korea. It <laughs> did. It, it did. Is that what it, okay, it did. I, it's not just my imagination. No. and Bisonopolis looked a little bit like Skull Mountain or Snake Mountain. Like a what now? Snake Mountain. Snake Mouse? Just <laughs> I'm somewhere else. I'm sorry. When I try to go to other planets or other, you know. Oh, yeah, world. Yeah, no. It's not happening. can't take me there. I don't have my passport. I don't have my, like. I'm sorry, buddy. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. <laughs> my universal passport. I'm sorry, man. You got to get those DC and Marvel stamps. Are those? I'm not even going to rate this thing because I think that your multicolored rating of just being all over the place is perfect for this yeah. movie. It's some, they should watch it in college and they should talk about. Bison's Could you remake this? Morals. morals. Or would you want to see this remade? Would uh, you <laughs> would you even care? I mean I mean I, I would be curious. I, I didn't know that there was a pseudo there was a sequel. The, the Street Fighter, the something, something. Yeah, the Chun-Li. Legend of Chun Li. I tried to that, watch it. I watched the trailer. And I was hung over like, at the time. It was yeah, years it, ago. <laughs> and it almost time. but it was not good, even hung over. I heard that. But the trailer made it look awesome. Yeah. I didn't watch the trailer for Street Fighter because I'd already seen the movie, but you know what the opening does for when it, I see that Universal logo come Yeah, out? and the Street Fighter thing came. I thought that was badass. I thought that was actually kind of exciting. I don't even remember. My point is something different. Oh, it's shit. gustatorial. It's a, <laughs> it makes me want popcorn. Like, okay. I'm not even a popcorn person. My mother yeah. and my brother were. Yeah. So, but just seeing that Universal, because I don't see that very often anymore. I'm on Netflix. You fast forward through the things where I watch a lot right, of shows. Right. So that I'm pretty far removed from the movie theater experience i thought that point. was badass how they just had the universal logo and then they just immediately like they didn't like i said they didn't waste any time they just shot right to it like street fighter yeah. like in your face Money shots. i like the news the chaos i like chaos in general yeah. so it kind of hooked me a little bit you like that it was a little chaotic yeah they like the world's in a panic it's in a tizzy why is it maybe we can just close with this yeah um why why is it so hard for people to just make successful well, not, not even successful because I guess this was technically a success when it came out, but I guess critically acclaimed or longevity uh, in their video game a- adaptations. I mean, why can't they succeed? You know, I mean, I mean okay. they've made a million Resident Evils, granted. Right. But those are fun. Aside from those, I can't think of another comic very book many movie or game. Or game yeah. Movie. I mean, they just. I mean, Silent Hill, I don't think they did too much more. That was a weird, like, I. I Oh yeah, that was, I thought that was alright. I didn't play the first one a lot. I bought the second one and it was intense and I loved it and I went back and I bought the first. I heard they were actually scary like the Oh play yeah, them. I didn't finish them. I couldn't. Yeah. Like I did not want to play it in the dark alone. Oh and man. Real video gamers would be kicking me in the shins or whatever it is yeah. they do. I <laughs> have no idea. Something like they wouldn't, you know, hurt right. me. But like there was a part in the first game in the first Silent Hill where you're being chased down this alley by these weird little they look like gingerbread men, but they're yeah. like flabby gingerbread men with knives. Oh, gross. And you're like hitting them. You gross. have a stick and you hit a couple and then it breaks and then you're getting stabbed a lot and you die. Yeah. And that's actually what's supposed, that moves the story forward. You were supposed to die. And I had never played a video game where you were supposed to die for the story to continue. Interesting. That was horrifying. I think being able to make a good video game movie, I think just it's so much of an experience for the user. It's always right. going to be subjective to like what the player does, right. what they like. I mean, you're you're kind of confined by the rules and the controls and the flow. And when they make a movie and they try to give it like a narrative, like a storyline. They story have line. too much freedom making right. a movie. You have too much freedom. You know, there wasn't a lot of, I mean, if Street Fighter, if it didn't, and I, I was wondering about this, like I don't think it was based on a comic book before the game came around. No. So, no. You know, like I said, watching the movie and wondering and like picking. They have to make their own stories so that it, like, so that it makes sense. They're not just going to. I don't make think a, you needed. Maybe you needed a story, but that's why I didn't know yeah. that Bison was supposed to be the bad guy or something. Dalsum seemed kind of evil because he's got skulls and stuff, and it's, that's you know, the other guy. I guess I guess he's a little Hitlerish, yeah, and Bison with a with the hat and the uniforms and all their uniforms were ridiculous. I don't know why his had to be so weird. Like they've got the wings on their eyes and stuff like that, uh, you know, on the helmets, yeah. but everyone else, all the AN people just look like normal soldiers. And it was like, 
oh, I wonder who's going to win this one. You know, the guys who look like idiots or the, you know, guys with real guns. Right. And what was with that? He was like a Dom DeLuise looking like WWF 1980s wrestler, like the guy that worked in the lab that like picked up Dalsam and threw him around and caused him to Oh, get, yeah. He had like, like he the weird ponytail, the stiff ponytail. came out of nowhere. Yeah. I, I didn't like that. Dazzam picked up the thing up, smacked him on the back of the head, and then he gets right back out immediately and then starts throwing him <laughs> around. Like, he hits you with a heavy thing. Can we, I mean, at least act hurt? It's like every movie ever where a woman or a guy, don't want to be, gen- don't, don't want to be gender biased, will pick up like the back of seat of a toilet and yeah. crank it over somebody's head and they're still moving. It's like, have you lifted one of those things when your yeah. plumbing's not working and your little flapper guy's not going I don't even like down? lifting it because it's that Man. heavy. My father-in-law had to come over the other day and fix my toilet. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm all thumbs. Because you're all what? They're all thumbs? No, I, I really tried everything. And I and I, I, I jerry-rigged the thing before. But yeah. It was like an older toilet. And like I just called him. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm trying to get over this whole pride thing where like I'm not going to call my father-in-law. Oh, right. Who's good with stuff like that. Yeah. I asked He's like, I can do it. Because I'm help. It's like, no, I'm, I'm going to reach out. I'm going to get help. Yeah, get and help when you need help. And he came over and he fixed the goddamn thing. That's he actually cool. replaced the whole thing when I was at work. I told you, I recently learned how to use a generator. I've never used a there generator. There you go, yeah, that's right. Life. And I, I hate crank starting things like a lawnmower. I know. I just hate it. It's the worst. Why is this so? I can start my car with a key. So every, everybody's looking and you're doing like two yeah, or three cranks. Because you're outside. You don't want to do I it know, inside. Exactly. It's not safe. And uh, yeah, if you miss it the first three times, you're like, all right. Oh, help. that's it. You got to go inside you and take pull a break. Pull the cord. Maybe it's broken. I know. I'll it's try done. again next week. Forget weekend. about it. Let it. It's flooded. I flooded. It's, it's a flooded the engine. I flooded the thing. Why can't you start a lawnmower with the key, or the generator? Even nowadays, it's the same same thing about chicken. I don't like or a button. The idea that we're eating bone meat off of bones in this day and age, yeah. we can process everything. I don't like working for my food anymore. We've well, especially this. a good piece of chicken, you got to get into it. You yeah. know, some asshole brings chicken to like a work function. And you and you got your clothes on, and you don't want to be like a savage there around the rest of the people. Yeah. And you, you, you want to get into it and show it the love that it deserves. You got to mm-hmm. rip that motherfucker apart. Okay. <sighs> you know. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure things taste good. And I just lick it. I mean, I'm a, I love chicken. I just I just don't want to work for my like crab. This conversation comes up. Oh yeah, you got to get in there. You know, a lot in there. I'm open. like, all right, I do like crab. I don't like working for the crab. Somebody already right. went through the trouble of catching it. Right. Somebody else should go. Somebody almost it. died. Yeah. You know? I mean, the crab died for it. But somebody almost died catching is what I'm saying. Sure, potentially. Because like the whole deadliest catch taught us that, right? The people the who? almost died. The deadliest catch thing, isn't that like the whole thing? Like, Oh, yeah, well, that's... Oh, no, dangerous jobs. I don't I, know. I don't like... I don't watch TV. I work with somebody who only watches those shows. Okay, yeah, it's not the, good. The trucking thing, the guys who... And you can't trust them, right? <laughs> you can't trust that person. He, he has... I, I, and it's... I feel like it's not fair for me to say that he has zero imagination... But of what I've, I was talking to him the other day about, I don't know what it was, his body augmentation. He kind of brought it up. Natural. It's a totally normal thing to just yeah, randomly well, talk about. But he would bring it like he, I forget what started it, but he mentioned the people that get the injections like on their forehead or right. something and they can okay. like push into it. And, put, I, and they put like horns and shit yeah, on there. Yeah. And, you know, the subdermal implants, that kind of thing. And I'm like, oh, I wonder, you know, maybe they'll put plates under there, yeah. you know, for uh, not that you can necessarily stop bullets, but sure. it's just an extra layer of protection. And he's like, no, no, they're never going to die. I'm like, and I remember, like, well, they were like World War One or prior to that. Like, people had metal plates. At least yeah. I saw them in movies. If they yeah. had some traumatic head injury, who was it? Wasn't it Bud from like Las Vegas Vacation or something? Didn't he have a metal plate? The, the Lampoon I Vacations. I don't, I don't remember. I feel like he had it. But anyway, they've done that for people who've had severe sure, trauma. They sure. put the metal plates in there, and I'm like, he's like, they're never going to put the plates in somebody. You just got. Like, he stood up and had to leave the room as he's, like, shouting this kind of stuff. It's not that deep. It's not that serious. Sorry? It's not that deep, right? It's not that serious. Yeah, it, it's, yeah. I wasn't that serious about it. And But meanwhile, I didn't want to tell him about it. I know that I saw this a few years ago. There's, like, a, a Washington State, maybe. There's some kind of festival for these hackers, techie kind of people. And there's a guy who's running his own company, and he sells the subdermal implants and the little kits. And so oh he, he's got it, like, right here between his thumb and his okay. finger. He's got a chip in there, and he can set it on the pad, download things, upload things, what he needs to. Interesting. Goes to his front door, puts his hand on top of the deadbolt, unlocks it, puts his hand on top of the doorknob, and then he then unlocks them both, and he has the same thing in his car. What happens when he breaks his hand? Oh, I mean, he could probably just put it somewhere else, so you'll have somebody else holding the chips for him. I don't know. So he loses it. What hand? happens when he's furiously masturbating one day? <laughs> you know? Uh, yeah, and the garage I mean, door shuts, and on. it is under the skin. 
though. I, I don't know, man. That's that's a good question. I'm gonna. I'm that was, that's where my mind goes. That's things you learn about people in you a know? in a short weekend. Well, I I had nothing else. You know, I got nothing. I'm stretching. Um, thank Everything. you so much for coming on the show. This was, was really cool. this was really cool. Will you, will you come back? Absolutely not. No. Oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> I will. Yeah, you know what? When they make a when they make the Street Fighter Redux. Oh, <laughs> <redux>. <laughs> no, I was. I was. I, there's got to be some other. I don't know how long is. You know what you're doing next month? This is the video game month. Yeah, right? this is just something that, you know, kind of. Because I was spacing it out before the just, new movies come out. There's a world of. Well, there's comic books and movies. There's a world out there. There's a world. Oh, yeah. There's so much stuff. And we, and we do like we do pretty much anything that could be on the Comic-Con circuit or like anything that was cosplayed. So it's not necessarily like, you know, it's not necessarily comic book movies. It's anything yeah. Comic-Con related. You know? Right. So it's. I like it. It runs the gamut. I'll do, I'll do research. We'll a be in touch. A myriad of possibilities. We'll be in touch. All right. Well, thanks for coming. Yeah, man. Remember, kids, if there's anything we said on this show that made you go, why the fuck? Do I need to go to work every day and be a citizen and pay my taxes? Or maybe you're just wondering, like, hey, where do tomatoes come from? <laughs> Remember, at the end of the day, whatever we say on the show, it's just fiction. Don't take it seriously. I love it. You still refuse to accept my godhood. Keep your own god. Fact. This might be a good time to pray to him. For I beheld Satan, and he fell from heaven.